Time now for The Real Estate Connection with Stephen Fayard, a realtor and certified probate and real estate specialist. Whether you're a first-time homebuyer or a seasoned investor looking to downsize, move up, or refinance, this program is for you. From probate sales to landscape design to home repairs and maintenance, this is your weekly look into all things real estate. Now your host for the Real Estate Connection, Stephen Thayard. Welcome to the Real Estate Connection. Thank you for joining me on today's show. I appreciate you taking time out of your busy Saturday to listen. Uh, thank you again for joining me on the Real Estate Connection with your host, Stephen Thayard. So we're going to jump right on in as we have our weekly show of all things real estate. That's right. We're going to be talking about real estate again because that's what we do here on the Real Estate Connection. So uh, without any further ado, let's get this party started. So whether you are experienced an experienced home seller or new to home sales, are you familiar with what the close of escrow process looks like? Do you know what to expect when escrow closes on the sale of your home? Well, today in our first segment, you will learn what a seller needs to know about closing escrow. That's right. We're going to talk about the final piece of the puzzle, the end of the transaction, close of escrow. So if you're new to the program and you've missed any other of my Real Estate Connection shows and you would like to catch up, Send me an email right now at info at realestateconnectionradio.com. That's info at realestateconnectionradio.com with your name and email address. And I would be happy to add you to my podcast distribution list so you do not have to miss another episode. All right. So, um, go ahead and send me that email right now. So, before we jump in, I have to give credit where credit is due for today's information, and credit goes to an article from HouseLogic.com. Okay, thank you, HouseLogic.com, for supporting the real estate community, realtors, buyers, sellers, and owners of real estate throughout the nation. So, let's jump right in. What do sellers need to know, or what can you expect at close of escrow. Number one, closing is the end of the road. Closing is at the very end of a long sales process. Escrow can last from uh, four to five weeks in California. I don't know what it takes out on in the rest of the country, but out here in California, you will you may very well know, or you may not know, that usually in order for the entire entire process from the time you accept an offer on the sale of your property and until uh, you uh, finally transfer title to the new owners, it can take anywhere from four to five weeks. Now, normally four weeks is a is is a normal time frame, but the fifth week would be for any uh, hiccups along the road or significant changes that need to be made where additional time is needed in order for the transaction to become official. Um, at the end of escrow, the sale is consummated, meaning at 
a moment in time, you are no longer the owner and then somebody else is the owner. And it happens in the blink of an eye. Literally, as soon as the county recorder pushes the button with the information and the change happens, in that second, you go from being the owner of the property to no longer being the owner of the property. And to top it all off, you get paid if you have equity in your home. Now, for most sellers, in the state of California, you who have been homeowners for a while, maybe even only three years with the rate of how quickly equity bills in uh, the state of California, especially in Northern California in the Bay Area, you are probably sitting on equity, which means you will be collecting cash money at the end of the sale. So that is number one as far as what is involved in closing all right, so number two, what does close of escrow mean? So we're going to get into that definition. Closing is the final settlement between you, the seller, or you, the buyer. Both parties sign the final ownership paperwork. This is where you put your money where your mouth is, so to speak. Um, the seller inks off in contracts and deeds, the transfer of the home, and the buyer signs loan documents, promises to pay, promises to take title to the property and possession, and also agrees to pay the mortgage moving forward. So if you are thinking of experiencing close of escrow and would love to have assistance during that process, give me a call right now at 408 408- Four seven two zero eight one seven. Again, that's four zero eight four seven two zero eight one seven. Right now, call me. Let's book an appointment, sit down together, and talk about getting your house listed for sale so you can get to the close of escrow. Additionally, if you're just joining in the middle of the show and you've missed any of today's content in this segment, send me an email right now at info at realestateconnectionradio.com. That's info at realestateconnectionradio.com with your name and email address, and I would be happy to add you to my podcast distribution list. All right, so what does close of escrow mean? Buyers sign the final loan documents as well. This is where we get into your promise to pay a mortgage for the period of time that you've negotiated with your lender. Now, in this environment, with interest rates as low as they are right now, and what I'm hearing is that they are below 3% for a 30-year fixed. I have never in my 15 years of being in the real estate industry for residential heard of interest rates at a 30-year fixed below 3%. This is historic. So again, if you are are at all on the fence about buying a home, now is the time to do it. it the, the ability to um, borrow money is extremely cheap, which means you can borrow a lot more and pay less interest over time, which means your, your spending dollars are extremely uh, stretched right now in this environment. So this is the time to get off of the fence. Don't wait. Nobody knows how long these rates are going to last. And um, 
I don't care if you've been saying, well, I'm going to wait for rates to drop. They've dropped. They've hit the, they're scraping the bottom of the floor. There's no more time. This is it. This is your opportunity. Get in the market right now. All right. So close of escrow. The process also includes buyers becoming the new legal owners of the home. Signing usually takes place about seven days. Sometimes when, when, when you cut it thin and you cut it, cut it skinny, it can go uh, about three to four days outside of the final transfer of title, but you want to avoid that and try to get it done usually within uh, five to seven days of the sale time for the contract. Okay, and then all requirements of the purchase agreement have been met at close of ex of escrow okay so this is the time uh when those requirements um have been fully met and so it allows the close to take place take place all right also money is held until the deed is recorded at the county so for you seller who are expecting who's expecting a big check at the end of the sales process all of that money does not does not move into your bank account or a, or a cashier's check get cut to you until you actually record the deed. So look for that. All right, so we're running up on a hard break. When we get back from paying some bills, we're going to get into what is also involved in the close of escrow process and what you should expect when you finally get your home sold. We'll see you in a minute. Now back to the Real Estate Connection with Realtor and Certified Probate and Real Estate Specialist, Stephen Fayard. Welcome back to the Real Estate Connection. Thank you for joining me today on today's program. I appreciate your time. Um, if you've missed any of today's program in our first segment, which is what you can expect at close of escrow, send me an email right now at info at realestateconnectionradio.com. That's info at realestateconnectionradio.com with your name and email address. And I would be happy to add you to my podcast distribution list. That's right. Never miss a future episode or any of the content as we have been discussing, if I've been telling you or uh, showing you what you can expect when you get to closing escrow. All right. So what is... Uh, the next part of the escrow closing process that you can expect when you get to the end of the road of selling your house. All right, so the next step is the buyer will have a final walkthrough. That's right, the buyer will have a final walkthrough. The sales contract will give the buyer uh, the chance to return to the home one last time before escrow closes. All right. So you may be asking, what is the purpose of the buyer returning back to the property one more time before escrow closes? The purpose is to verify the home is still in the same condition as when they first made the offer. The Also, the second reason for returning back 
before escrow closes is to verify that any requested repairs that were part of the negotiated process uh, contract during the escrow process have been completed. Uh, when should you uh, expect to have the buyer do the final walkthrough? You usually can expect that to happen approximately five days prior to the final close of escrow. That is why it's important to coordinate with your realtor, uh, which could be me if you call me right now at 408-472-0817. Again, that's 408-472-0817, and I would be happy to assist you with the sale of your home. But coordinate with your realtor to make sure you're lining up your time frames as far as when final walkthrough is and when final signing of paperwork occurs. You're probably you are you are going to want to have the final walkthrough occur prior to the final signing of paperwork so that um, you can have some space just in case. All right, so may uh, all right, so it's also time to verify uh, repairs that have been complete completed. And usually um, the good news is with the final walkthrough is usually uh, this is an exercise without any incident because generally speaking, um, you should be preparing for this all through the escrow process. You've been uh, following the details of the contract and getting repairs done or you've moved out completely. Um, and so um, you've 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 already taken care of issues through discovery and disclosure and inspection processes. So this is just a the final check of the box to make sure that everything is in place so that when you close escrow, you can receive your funds without any issue and the buyer can take possession of the home without any issue. All right, so how can you help um, the final walkthrough process go smoothly? All right, so number one is clean the house. Um, you should be fully moved out by the time the walkthrough happens. You must assume that the buyer is going to take full possession of the property at close of escrow, which means you should already be pre-planning based on the timing of when this is going to happen for you to be out of the property so that the buyer can take possession without any incidents, okay? So again, you should move out. Now, moving can be messy, uh, and so plan ahead for a cleaner to come through after you pack and move out. This way, the house is spotless and spick and span, and um, it looks very presentable so that when the buyer does their final walkthrough, uh, they'll be very impressed with the property, just like they were when they first walked through and was fully furnished before they wrote their offer. All right, again, coordinate dates and times with your realtor so that you can plan for this. You should be able to plan for when you move out and you should be able to plan for when the cleaning happens so that you can line these all up so when the buyer does their final walkthrough, the house will be very presentable. Again, coordinate with your realtor. And if you want that realtor to be me, call me right now at 408 408- 
408-472-0817. Again, 408-472-0817. I would be happy to work with you to get your house not only ready for sale, but sold for the most amount of money possible and get you through the escrow process as clean and smooth as possible so that at the end, everyone is happy and there are no issues. Again, call me now at 408-472-0817. So how else can you help with the walkthrough to make it a smooth process? Leave owner's manuals and warranties for the property behind. Be a good selling citizen. Make life easier for the buyer. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you, right? So if you are getting ready to move into a property, would you not really appreciate the seller leaving behind all of the manuals to operate the systems in the home, whether it's solar or the furnace or the uh, double oven that may have a convection a convection oven or timers attached, or if you have a, a fancy uh HVAC systems that can be programmed remotely, or even a, uh, a security system uh, that you just purchased. It makes life easier for the person moving into the property if you leave behind manuals and the warranties that went with the equipment that you purchased that you installed in your property so that the buyers can take advantage of that. Also, if you do not have these manuals um, in print form, then it would also be good for you to print them out for the buyer as well so that they have access to them easier. Also, you will want to provide a vendor list. Uh, that's right. You will want to provide a vendor list. Provide contact information for vendors you have used in the past whether it's pest control services, garden services, pool maintenance, even the cable company you used, the internet service you used, and the phone service you used. The vendors will be familiar with the home, which will make it a smoother transition for the new owner in setting up services to continue to service and maintain the property after they take possession. So if you're just joining us and you've missed any part of today's segment, which is what to expect during close of escrow or the close process when you are finished or finishing the sale of your home, send me an email right now at info at realestateconnectionradio.com. That's info at realestateconnectionradio.com with your name and email address and I would be happy to add you to my podcast distribution list so that you do not have to miss any future or past content. And if you are at all thinking about selling your home within the next 30 to 60 days and you're looking for a real estate professional to help you with the process, call me right now at 408-472-0817. Again, 408-472-0817. And I would be happy to help you with that. Let's make an appointment. Let's get a plan in place to make sure that you 
can get the process done as smoothly as possible for the most amount of money as possible. So what else can you do to help make the walkthrough, the final walkthrough process as smooth as possible? Go around your property and check for forgotten items. One last check to make sure you don't leave anything behind. You may want to use leave unused paint if you have painted recently. However, check through your realtor to the buyers to make sure they want it. Some buyers do not want it. You must not assume so because there is a cost to dispose of paint properly and the new owners of the home may not want to deal with it. So again, verify with the buyer before you leave any paint products behind. I know it's a nice, kind thought. However, not everyone wants the paint. All right, so we're going to go to a commercial. When we get back, we'll continue on what to expect on Close of Escrow. We'll see you in a minute. Looking to buy, sell, or refinance a home? Maybe you just need to spruce up the one you've got. This is the show that shows you how. It's the Real Estate Connection. Once again, your host, Stephen Thayer. Welcome back to the Real Estate Connection. Thank you for joining me on today's show as we are discussing in the first segment what to expect at close of escrow. Hey, if you're just joining us right now and you've missed any part of today's show and you'd like to find out what you missed, send me an email right now at info at realestateconnectionradio.com. That's info at realestateconnectionradio.com with your name and email address and I would be happy to add you to my podcast distribution list so that you do not have to miss any past or future content. All right, so let's jump back in to uh, what to expect at close of escrow. We have been discussing the final walkthrough where I've been giving you information on how to make that walkthrough more, uh, uh, to make it smooth for the buyer. What else can you do to make the walkthrough smooth? Secure the property. All right, this is something that is very important for you to remember. Until title officially transfers you are still responsible for the home. Transferring title to a home is just like getting married. In one moment, you're the homeowner, and in the next moment, you're not. When you get married, in one moment, you are single. You may be engaged, but you are not legally married. But as soon as as the officiant or the pastor, whoever is marrying you says, by the power vested in me, I now pronounce you man and wife, you are legally married. And as soon as the uh, recorder at the title, a uh, recorder at the county records the deed in the new homeowner's name, you, at that exact moment in time, you are no longer the homeowner. But until that happens, you are the homeowner and you are still responsible for the home. Even if the home was to catch fire 10 minutes before close of escrow, at that moment, your insurance would be responsible for the damages. So remember this. Keep 
the property secure. Make sure doors and windows are locked. Close window coverings. Put a light, if you can, on a timer so that it does not look vacant and attract and attract burglars. Sometimes the house may sit for two to three days vacant before title transfers. But once title does transfer and you are no longer the legal owner of the property, you are no longer responsible for the security of the home. At that point, if the buyer does not move in, actually the new homeowner does not move in and it sits vacant, it's under their problem and under their responsibility to secure their home. However, until that happens, keep the property secure. All right. Issues that come up during the walkthrough. Now, most of the time, there will be no issues at the walkthrough. However, if an issue does arise during the final walkthrough, don't panic. As they say in the U.S. military, Specifically, the U.S. Navy SEALs work the problem, okay? The buyer's agent will contact your agent to explain the issue. It could be as easy as a credit at close of escrow, thus making sure the timing of the walkthrough is before you sign paperwork. Um, or it could be as easy as hiring a handyman to come over and make a slight repair, just remember, do not project any emotions into the issue and work the problem. Solve it and move on to final close. All right, so what is the next portion of what you can expect at close of escrow? This will be the closing disclosures. Now, Closing disclosures will be presented to you, the seller, and to you, the buyer. As a seller, you will receive the final costs and proceeds from the title company in an estimated statement of proceeds and costs that they will provide to you through your realtor. This is your opportunity to review them and to make sure that there aren't any costs that you do not approve of or that don't make sense. And also it's an opportunity to double check, double check the math to make sure that you are receiving the uh, proceeds that you are expecting. The buyer, you buyer, will also receive a closing disclosure. Now this is different from the estimated net sheet of costs and proceeds. The closing disclosure is from your lender. Now, this must be given to you and you must have this for three days according to new rules passed by our uh, federal government uh, in regards to disclosing to you the final terms of the loan so that you have the opportunity to review them and sit with them and ask any questions. This uh, is both for you to have full disclosure of what's going on and also for you to ask any questions or bring up any discrepancies from what was first presented to you during the lending process. And it also gives the lender the ability to say, hey, we gave you time to review. And if you didn't bring anything up, you can't come back later and blame us for a mistake. So this is also a good sign 
to you as the seller that the loan is finally approved. When you hear from your realtor, and if you want your realtor to be me, call me right now at 408-472-0817. Again, 408-472-0817. I would be happy to help you get your home sold to get the most amount of money, to make it the smoothest process as possible, to get it prepared for sales so that it's as presentable as it possibly can be so that you can get the most proceeds and to deal with these closing issues. But your realtor will keep you updated as to where the buyers are at in the lending process. And one of the phone calls you should be looking for is that the buyers have received their closing disclosure statement from the lender because that's only issued right before loan docs are issued. Now, loan documents to be signed to bind the buyer into the loan are only issued once the loan has been completely vetted by the underwriting department. So this is very good news to you as a seller to let you know that you're very near the end of the sales process and the proceeds will be coming your direction. All right. Um, so that is number. That is the next portion of what's part in the last few pieces of what to expect uh, at closing. All right. So what can you expect next in the closing process? And this is signing the documents at the title company. Now, if you're just joining the show and you've missed any part of this segment, which is what to expect at close of escrow, send me an email right now at info at realestateconnectionradio.com. That's info at realestateconnectionradio.com with your name and email address and I would be happy to add you to my podcast distribution list so that you do not have to miss any future past or current content of the real estate connection. So signing documents at the title company, what can you expect or who can you expect to see at the signing appointment? Well, if it's a good realtor, your agent. So the agent, the realtor that you hired to sell your home should be there with you at the signing appointment. And if you want that to be me, again, call me at 408-472-0817. Again, 408-472-0817. Additionally, you should expect to see the title company representative, your loan officer, the person that you've been working with, if you're a buyer, to get the loan to purchase the home. And then for states that use attorneys uh, in the sales process, you should expect to see the attorney that you've been working with uh, to get the home either purchased or sold. So with that, we're running up on a hard break. When we get get done with paying some bills, we're going to continue with what you can expect at the closing process. And we'll see you when we get back from paying some bills. See you in a minute. Now back to the Real Estate Connection with Realtor and Certified Probate and Real Estate Specialist, Stephen Fayard. Welcome back to the Real Estate Connection. Thank you for joining me today. Hey, if you've missed any part of today's show as we've been covering what to expect at close of escrow and you would like to catch up, send me an email right now at 
info at realestateconnectionradio.com. That's info at realestateconnectionradio.com with your name and email address. And I'd be happy to add you to my podcast distribution list so you do not have to miss any past, future, or current content. All right. So we have been discussing what to expect at close of escrow. So the uh, la- the the next few pieces we are going to discuss, or what we just covered, was signing documents. So what's after signing documents? Um, you should, as part of closing escrow, budget for closing costs. Okay, so part of closing escrow on the sale of your home is budgeting for closing costs. Now, closing costs vary by location due to different taxes and fees imposed by various taxing jurisdictions. This also includes cities and townships, okay? Closing costs can range from 5 to 10% of your home's sales price. Now, homes um, with a great deal of equity will clear these costs uh, from the proceeds of the sale of your home, meaning that when you sell your property and say you purchased it for uh, $450,000 and you've just sold it for $900,000 and you're clearing a profit of four hundred and fifty grand, you can expect to pay these closing costs out of the proceeds, the profit from the sale of your property. All right, so closing costs for sellers are composed of what? Well, this is what they are composed of. Um, For you, a seller, closing costs are comprised of sales commissions. The commission goes to the seller and buyer agent. Okay, for those of you who are listening who are buyers... Again, this alert right now is for those of you who are listening, who are buyers. The commission is paid by the seller. So when you hire a realtor to help you purchase a home, the cost to you is nothing as far as what is paid by you to the realtor. The realtor earns their commission for helping you purchase the home and it is paid by the seller. Now, this is another alert. It does not cost you a commission to get into the property, but it costs you a commission to get out of the property. That is part of your transactional process of selling a home. So, when a realtor sits down with a home seller, and home sellers, if you want that to be me, call me right now at 408-472-0817. Again, that's 408-472-0817, and I'd be happy to work with you. You negotiate a commission. That commission is split 50-50 between the realtor working with the seller and the realtor working with the buyer agent. All right. What else is in those um, 
closing costs. Transfer taxes, which will be taxes on the transfer of the home, depending on the jurisdiction your property is sitting in. Recording fees at the county if they are charged or not. Loan payoff costs. So if you have a loan on the property and you're paying it off with the proceeds from the sale of the house, lenders will charge a fee for paying for processing the documentation to pay it off. Okay, if you have an HOA or homeowners association with any unpaid back HOA dues, these will be paid as uh, paid off as well with the proceeds from the sale of the home. And then if close of escrow is happening in the middle of a month, then you will pay your HOA dues up until the point that you are no longer the owner of the property. Also, prorated property taxes are going to be part of your closing costs. You owe taxes on the house until the very date of transfer. So if you're transferring title to your home in the middle of a property tax period, they're gonna prorate the tax up until the date of closing, which you will be responsible for, and then moving forward that very next day is going to be what the new owner is responsible for moving forward as uh, property taxes on the, on the home. Escrow and title fees. These are the fees that you're paying the escrow company to uh, provide services for title insurance and for uh, being the third-party intermediary in the transaction to keep everyone honest, okay? So those are the fees that you need to budget for. Now, 99.9% .9 of the time in Northern California, if you've lived in a property for a little bit of time, all of those fees will be covered by the proceeds from the sale of your home. However, if it's an emergency sale and you're underwater for some reason, you may have to cut a check. So be prepared for that. So number seven, what do you bring to the closing appointment? You need to bring a government issued ID to prove who you are a copy of the ratified sales contract so you understand the terms and conditions of the sale so if anything doesn't make sense, you can point back to the contract to make sure that it's being followed. Bank account information, if your proceeds are to be wired to you directly from the title company, they need to know the routing number and your bank account details, so don't forget to bring a checkbook with you, not for writing a check, but for providing your bank account details so they can wire you the money. And if you happen to fall in that 0.1% in Northern California, you will bring a cashier's check or money order if you have to cover any of these closing costs on your own. So again, if you've just joined the show and you've missed any part of today's uh, uh, segment on what to expect at close of escrow, send me an email right now at info at realestateconnectionradio.com. That's info at realestateconnectionradio.com with your name and email address, and I'd be happy to add you to my podcast distribution list. All right, so what are the final pieces of close of escrow? Don't forget to dot your I's and cross your T's. You will want to transfer utilities out of your name. You do not want to be paying for electricity and gas and water and garbage after you no longer own the home. So make sure you contact your utility companies and get the um, accounts transferred out of your name. Contact electricity, gas, water, garbage and co coordinate through your realtor and if you want that to be me call me at 408-472-0817 again 408-472-0817 
coordinate with your realtor so that they can contact the buyers and you guys can all coordinate together when all this stuff needs to be transferred. Also, don't forget to close service accounts like your phone if you have a hard line, uh, your cable or your internet. Also, do not forget to change your address. You're going to want to contact the Postal Service, inform your creditors, and also inform your mobile phone company provider. Just in case, if you're moving to an area that they do not service, you may need to change your mobile number or your mobile phone account. Uh, most of these uh, uh, companies have uh, now gone past that point, but you just need to double check. All right, the last piece is celebrate. The home has finally sold. Money is in the bank. You've worked very hard for the past few months. Mission accomplished. Pat yourself on the back. You have done a fantastic job. Close of escrow has been accomplished and the money is in the bank. So I hope you found this information helpful. Um, and if you uh, have missed anything, again, send me an email at info at realestateconnectionradio.com. That's info at realestateconnectionradio.com with your name and email address. And I'd be happy to send you a, uh, a link. Um, actually, I'd be happy to add you to my podcast distribution list. And then you will receive a future link to, to today's show. So you may not be at the closing stage, but have questions about the current market. In our next segment, I will give you just that. We are going to run through a quick Northern California market update for March 1 through July 25th, 2020. We're going to do a comparison of 2019 to 2019. Uh, 2019 to 2020 numbers. Ooh, say that a bunch of times in a row. Oh my lord, that was difficult. All right, so we're gonna jump right in. We're gonna look at new homes listed for sale. Uh, at shelter in place, new listings dropped off significantly. We were at exactly 2019 uh, levels when shelter in place went into effect, meaning that new listings coming on the market were matching up to what 2019 was doing in the prior year. Um, uh, however, um, it dropped off significantly after shelter in place, but as of July 25th, 2020, new listings are now above 2019 numbers. So um, stay with me as we get ready to head into this hard commercial break. When we get back, we'll continue down this Northern California market update. We'll see you in a minute. Looking to buy, sell, or refinance a home? Maybe you just need to spruce up the one you've got. This is the show that shows you how. It's The Real Estate Connection. Once again, your host, Stephen Thayard. Welcome back to The Real Estate Connection. Thank you for joining me on today's show. As we, If you've just joined us and you've missed the first segment, which was what to expect at close of escrow, send me an email right now at info at realestateconnectionradio.com. That's info at realestateconnectionradio.com with your name and email address. And I would be happy to add you to my podcast distribution list where you'll get sent a link to today's show in the future. Also, uh, we just were starting through a Northern California 
update and we went through new homes listed for sale. So if you've missed any part of that, you can catch up by sending me that email as well. All right, so the next part of the update is closed sales transactions as we compare them to 2019 levels um, and 2020 and what's going on right now. <clears throat> at shelter in, at shelter in place when it happened here in northern california closed sales transactions were just below 2019 numbers by about 75 closed transactions so we were actually tracking really well with 2019 and 2019 was a pretty good year um, and we were tracking right there in 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 the beginning of spring um, however, right after shelter in place, there was a significant drop off in May for closed sales. However, as of July 25th of this year, the market has moved above 2019 numbers for closed transactions for the same time last year. So that is telling me something. Hey, folks, the market is rebounding. These interest rates are bringing buyers back to the market. If you're at all thinking about selling, there are people out there buying homes. So um, our, pen, our closed transactions are climbing. That means deals are closing. Um, that's not just things going into contract, but we're talking about close of escrow, which was part of today's uh, show. So that's great news. All right. So number three, change to contingent. So what contingent means is somebody's made an offer on your home, but in order to close escrow, their home has to sell first. All right. So pending sales that are contingent at shelter in place in this category were down below 2019 numbers at the shelter in place mark. Uh, back in uh, early March, um, uh, contingent sales dropped further during March and early April. They have since climbed above 2019 numbers as of July 25th, 2020. So contingent sales are up, which means people are listing their houses for sale and then going out and buying and finding replacement properties to get into contract for. That's good news. That means sellers are putting their homes in the market because buyers are out there with interest rates at historic levels. They're really low. The fourth category is change to pending. This means that the person is buying a house. They don't need to sell a house in order to close escrow. They're just going to get a loan or pay cash. All right. At shelter in place in this category, uh, we were tracking with 2019 numbers, which means pendings uh, were right in line with what was going on in 2019, right at the shelter in place as it took as it took effect. Uh, pending sales dropped further during March and April and then started to rise in late May. As of July 25th, 2020, pending sales have since climbed, uh, climbed above 2019 numbers. That is telling me something, folks. The market is, is, is heating up. People are out there buying and selling. Interest rates are low. So if you're on the fence at all about either one of those categories, buying or selling, call me right now. Let's get you in the game. 408-472-0817. Again, 408-472-0817. Now, closing escrow and documenting the transfer of deeds is not anything new. The Bible actually spoke about it uh, over 2,000 years ago in Jeremiah. And here's the verse. So I bought the field and weighed out for him 17 shekels of silver. I signed and sealed the deed, had it witnessed, and weighed out the silver on the scales. I took the deed of purchase, sealed 
copy containing the terms and condition conditions as well as the sealed copy. That means we've been doing deed transfers for well over 2,000 years. All right, with that, God bless you. God bless your family. Stay safe. Stay healthy. God bless the United States of America. And thank you for joining me on today's show. And we'll see you next week. This has been The Real Estate Connection with Realtor and Certified Probate and Real Estate Specialist, Stephen Thayard. Licensed Cal BRE number 01700019. For more information on this program, visit realestateconnectionradio.com. To contact Stephen directly, call 408-472-0817 or email info at realestateconnectionradio.com. And be sure to tune in next week at this time for The Real Estate Connection. 